0: Hi, welcome to the Inside Strategic Coach podcast with me, Shannon Waller, and Dan Sullivan. Dan, I'm excited because today we're going to talk about making your mind bigger than your brain. What do you mean by brain? What do you mean by mind? And how can you make one bigger than the other?
1: There's a lot of talk about intelligence today. Emphasis how to make your child as intelligent as possible. And then we're moving into the realm, which is... Almost entirely new territory where we have what is called machine intelligence or artificial intelligence. I think all this discussion about intelligence kind of isolates people because parents are worried are my children going to be intelligent enough? There's this mania about getting them into the right schools and starting their training at the earliest possible age to improve their intelligence. Then there's the worry about competition, that some people are more intelligent than others. And whenever there's a lot of angst about a particular topic, I began to realize, I think we have to create some definitions that make this simpler to think about. I do a lot of thinking, and what I do for myself is that I just kind of impose definitions on areas of human activity, and then I'll talk about my definitions, and if people respond to them, they're kind of telling me that it's useful. So, for example, we have a time system in Strategic Coach, and I said, you know, we've been playing with time ever since we were born. We have weekends, and we have calendars, and we have work days. And I said, that doesn't seem to really tell you very, very much about time, So I've got three definitions of time, and I just take the days of the year, which there are 365 except leap years, and I say, well, why don't we treat each one of these days as a building block? There's going to be three building blocks. One's going to be called a free day, 24 hours. You're just free completely from work. And then there's going to be a focus day, and that's a day which is really devoted to the money-making activities of your company and the activities that lead to money making. And then we're going to have a third day, which is called a buffer day, which is kind of a backstage day, and you can do all sorts of things, cleanups, you can have development of new capabilities and learning and everything like that. When I first got that idea, it was just a drawing on a napkin, and I would talk to people. And immediately I got this very powerful response, and they said, boy, that really simplifies things then our whole definition of unique ability, and then all sorts of really great definitions that we have in the the gap and the gain, which is a very, very powerful concept in the program. So I really enjoy creating new definitions and allowing people to think about an area of their life in a completely new way. And for about the last three or four months, there's been a thought that comes to me every day that there's a real difference between our brains and our minds. The way that I define it is that your brain is sort of the hard drive that you were born with. You know, we're born with lesser or greater operating systems. Some people are clearly, they've got more brain power than other people do. But that doesn't necessarily predict any kind of success. You can have an IQ that anything over 140 is considered genius level, and you can have an IQ of 180, but you may be too smart for your own good. In other words, your brain is too powerful, and it never translates into action. It never translates into kind of any value creation. And you've got a big brain, but you don't really have a mind. So brain is what we're born with, and I don't think my brain is any more powerful in my seventies than it was when I was a child. It's still the same brain. I haven't screwed it up by taking unnecessary hard knocks to the head or using various kinds of chemicals that can destroy my memory and my concentration. I haven't done that, so I've taken good use of my brain, but I don't think my brain is any more powerful than it was 70 years ago. But what has changed drastically is the size of my mind. And my mind is the thing that I've created to take into account the thinking of other individuals. The brain is just an operating system that processes anything that comes in, but the mind is a choice to go out and, in your thinking, include the thinking of other individuals. I've gotten incredibly bigger-minded over the course of my life, and especially since I got involved in strategic coach activity. And the reason is that more and more I'm surrounded by people who have really good brains. They're not equal brains, but they have good brains. But they use their brains to create new things. They use their brains to expand teamwork. And my mind includes all the different ways that other people create value and all the different ways that people form teamwork. So I'm much more successful in the world because of my bigger brain. And my brain is uh, more or less the same size, if you will. It's still got really great processing power. But what's really changed is the experiences that I'm feeding into my brain because I've expanded my mind. So I've just tested this with maybe 40 or 50 people. And they all get it. It's kind of interesting. They all simplify immediately. I say, boy, that's really, really interesting. And I said, well, I've met people who have modest brains who have really big minds because they have mindsets that tell them other people's thinking is really important. I can learn how to ask questions. I can ask questions where I learn enormous amounts of really useful information for myself and for others by interacting with them. So this is really the insight that I had, and it's I'm testing it right now, you know, because I'm trying to see... What do I do with this now? I mean, everybody kind of gets it, and most people find it very useful just to talk about, but I'd like to take it into book form. I'd like to take it into video form, possibly into workshop exercises and processes and concepts. So I'm just playing around with it, but I'm getting very positive hits from almost everybody I talk to when I bring up this subject. So I'm in a big learning curve with my idea here.
0: I really like how you talk about the brain as the hardware and essentially your mind is the software.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And also as you're talking about it, it occurs to me that in order to expand your mind, you need that mindset. Mm-hmm. You now we talk a lot about mindset or how you look at things. So as you're talking, I'm examining how do I think about things? How do I think about my brain <laughs> as you're talking? But you almost have to have that mindset that other individuals have useful ideas, and to go find them, go search them out, learn the questions. And the other thing, Dan, is you read an enormous amount. Mm-hmm. You know, your context is one of your strengths. your strengths, and you love knowing how we got to here. Mm-hmm. And that's another way I think you feed expanding your mind as you go through this.
1: I got a real good direction from my mother when I was very young. I didn't like school she knew I didn't like school. So within about a month after I started first grade, she said, you know, learning how to read what you're going to do in first grade is more important than going to school. Because if you learn how to read, you can go anywhere with your mind. She didn't say brain. She said mind. I just latched on to that. You know, I said, Good point, mom. I really like that. (laughs) First of all, she was sympathizing and understanding that I didn't really like school. And she said, reading about the world and history and reading about politics and reading about geography and all that really, really nourishes you and it makes your mind really, really powerful. And she told me this at six years old, and I just took her totally seriously. And so ever since then, I've just been passionate about reading. She was a big reader herself, so I think she was passing on something that she had found very valuable. And I developed a mindset because people say, well, he's a real dummy, or he's really, really smart, and everything else. And it kind of sets up where people are kind of isolated from each other, and they're kind of in competition with each other based on something they had no control over, because what kind of brain they have is a genetic function. Who your parents were kind of determines what kind of brain you have. And I said, you know, it's kind of a useless activity to be comparing something that you had no control over. Now we can enhance our brains with chip implants and everything else. And I have lots of doubts about that if there isn't this recognition that you can enhance yourself much more easily just by learning how to ask great questions and get the full value of other people's experiences and their ideas. So I don't feel any special need to enhance the power of my brain, but what I am passionate about is continually expanding my great mindsets, which allow me to take greater and greater advantage of the thinking of other people. I've got this massive amount of thinking in the world That's available to me. I don't have to go in for an operation. I don't have to have something implanted in my brain to develop a bigger mind and to become smarter in terms of how humans really operate and how humans think about things. So that's available to me every day. And I've been constantly growing in that direction ever since I was a child. The aspect about this is I don't feel in competition with anybody, okay? As a matter of fact, I need really, really smart other people. I need them around me, and I I seek out really smart people, but not necessarily smart because they have huge brains, but smart because they also have expanded minds. And they've already checked out all sorts of experience where with just some questions and a really great conversation, I can acquire... Enormous amounts of knowledge that has been developed because of their minds. So I think that this is kind of an important idea in the 21st century just to relieve the people of this sense of isolation and competition they have about their brain with other people's brains. You got a brain, and that's it. I mean, don't screw it up. Eat right, get lots of exercise, get a lot of sleep, drink lots of water don't take things which kill brain cells. But on the other side, what I really encourage, and I think this is what Strategic Coach is all about, is the constant useful expansion of your mind to take in the useful experience and knowledge of other people. So that that's really what I'm aiming here, and give up this thing about your brain. Your brain is what your brain is. And the whole thing is... Do you have the right mindsets as sort of the border between your brain and your mind? And one of mine is that I don't want to be the smartest person in the room, but I would like to be in a room where everybody's getting smarter.
0: Which is such a great way to put that. I totally agree with you. And I hadn't realized, you know, there is all this stress about people's mm-hmm. brains. And I read this similar articles, you know, and I have two teenage children. So, and they go in the gap. They really stress about, am I smart or not smart? And that's really the scorecard in school, which, yes, I want them to do their homework and, and do the profiles and tests and stuff. But I'm much, much more concerned with how are they thinking about things Mm -hmm. and how are they going to create value in the world and and what's their unique ability and how can they make a difference for people? Those are the things I really want them to focus on, but they're kind of distracted by this brain conversation. Mm -hmm. So as you're talking, I'm like, ooh, this is so relevant to me right now. And I know some really, really smart people with really small minds and they're not fun to be around and you can't create value with them and they don't value what other people think. So it's very difficult to have a productive conversation with them.
1: Yeah, I think there's kind of a crisis that's happening with individuals. They feel that they're cut off from progress just because of the brain that they were born with. And I said, you know, don't go there. First of all, not enough is really, really known about that. Maximize the use of the brain that you have. The thing I have noticed is the more expansive my mind becomes, the better functioning my brain becomes. And the reason is it doesn't pay attention to a lot of stuff. I don't see the world outside me as a threat, I don't see other people as competitors. I'm just really, really interested. Have they discovered something in expanding their minds? that I can just listen to them and I can learn it and I don't have to go out and actually spend the time getting the experience. And there's this huge threat that the machines are going to get so smart, artificial intelligence is going to be so far superior to individual intelligence that we'll just be worthless and the machines will eventually eliminate us. And I said, uh, this is coming from a huge misunderstanding of this distinction between your brain and your mind. We've got Alexa, you know, who comes from Amazon. That's the little robot that you have. And you ask Alexa questions. And I don't see any attempt on Alexa's part to ask me questions about my experience. It seems to me that Alexa is very, very limited. And everybody says, you know, one day these things will do their thinking. I said, but they don't ask questions. And they, they don't tell very good stories. They're no good at jokes. They don't really create anything. They simply regurgitate. And I think they're emphasizing the wrong thing. They're trying to build bigger and bigger brains, but they don't have any sense about what the mind is. The mind actually includes all the human beings that you've ever met in your life. And that's why wisdom is usually not found in children. Children can have super brains. They're super fast and they're super quick and everything else. But what you don't see is a lot of wisdom. And I think wisdom is really associated with the mind. And pure, raw intelligence is really related to the brain. So I'd like to make that distinction and reassure people. I says, look, you got all the brain you need. What you need to do now is to have mindsets that continually expand your mind.
0: Dan this is fascinating. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you very much, Shannon. This is very exciting for me.